so let's get right to it. Uh, maybe you could tell us just a little bit about the Sable Trail Pipeline, what it is, and the broader system that it's a part of. Okay, well, the uh, Sable Trail Pipeline is uh, a gas pipeline that's, uh, at, at the moment, for, uh, coming from frack gas sources and traveling from central Alabama to southern Florida. Um, you know, it's a, a, a piece of a, of a very, of, you know, several pipelines, a regional plan of Southeast Market Pipeline. And uh, while they're slated to transport gas, they've also said to landowners that, you know, the, the pipeline could uh, also carry oil in the future. So we talk about it as an oil and gas pipeline. Uh, the people who are financing it and are behind it um, are familiar names like Energy Transfer Partners of, uh, you know, of Dakota Access fame and um, Florida Power and Light, Duke Energy, Spectra. Uh, there's an assortment of, of companies, and at the moment, most of the construction is happening under the Sable Trail LLC. You know, so that's the company that's, um, that we're kind of we're looking at the project, the name of the project that we're looking at, focusing on. What is the concern uh, that people who are opposing the pipeline uh, have about it? What are the what are the major concerns? A huge portion of the pipeline that, uh, that goes through an area of North Florida and Southern Georgia that is home to the most freshwater springs, the concentration of the most freshwater springs in the world. It's the, uh, you know, the, the source of drinking water, the Florida aquifer, for millions of people throughout the southeast. And um, so the pipeline basically plows through the heart of that uh, of springs country out here. The springs are notorious for recreational use, uh, also cave diving, for example. Um, it's a pretty unique activity or concerns that, that have been expressed. Right. So we're seeing in various um, oil infrastructure uh, projects around the world at this point that they are uh, having more of an impact on people who are you know, economically impoverished. Uh, some of the most organized communities that have opposed the pipeline are uh, in the Albany area and Doherty County, black communities historically uh, who have already faced, you know, being overburdened by industrial activity and pollution. And so um, they're actually like some of the lead named plaintiffs on a lawsuit, a federal lawsuit around uh, environmental justice issues related to the National Environmental Policy Act. Um, and so they've come out very outspoken. They had support of the Congressional Black Caucus. And um, in Georgia, they came close to, to defeating the section of the pipeline uh, that runs through their state. And they were kind of building off um, the recent success of fighting the uh, the uh, Palmetto Pipeline, which was was rejected in uh, in the state of Georgia, a little different because it didn't cross through across state lines, so they were able to defeat it, defeat it in house. Whereas a pipeline here crossing three states goes through federal permitting agencies and uh, has proven a little bit more difficult. 
what do who is opposing it exactly are there groups um is there a camp what does opposition to the sable trail pipeline look like right now uh well right now it's you know spread across the route and in primarily the organizing that i've been involved with is in florida it's the most active construction uh, is currently in florida so um you know as of october you know they, they broke ground uh it's August of last year. August, September, we started documenting groundbreaking. People were videotaping photography and filing complaints. And that was the kind of first phase of um, opposition was in documenting and exposing that construction had started because a lot of people didn't know. Even though hundreds of people turned out for public hearings to, to oppose the pipeline, um, there wasn't a notification sent saying, hey, now we're going to break ground, you know. Um, so come on back out and fight the pipeline. You know, it was, it, was, uh, it kind of began quietly. There were signs up saying road construction ahead or, you know, like basic, you know, information needed to come out indicating that it wasn't just a random construction project that, you know, the, um, the markers along the pipeline didn't indicate they were building a pipeline. And so we started doing you know, organizing people across the state started um, doing a kind of information campaign. By October, uh, we were we started um, with a series of, of smaller blockades at the Santa Fe River, which is one of the uh, earlier rivers that they started drilling under, and that's in Gilchrist County in North Florida. And so people just started going out early morning and blocking the water trucks that they needed to, to use to operate the drill, um, and that happened. Uh, several times, and then it escalated to people locking themselves to equipment. Um, by January, we had a big uh, mobilization around the Martin Luther King Day weekend where hundreds of people came out and blocked the entrance to the drill site. Um, and in the following days, people locked themselves to equipment going to the drill site. And, uh, you know, through that, we gained a lot of, of momentum and uh you know, publicity and awareness. So it was, you know, people couldn't really say anymore. I never heard of that pipeline because it had been all over local and regional and even national news. Um, and up to date, you know, we've continued with actions like that. There's been 27 people arrested in uh, either in blockades or simply in monitoring the pipeline, taking pictures, documenting. Um, and so there's also been some people arrested by company, company thugs and, uh, you know, local law enforcement agencies just for taking pictures. Um, most recently, we had uh, people who locked themselves inside the pipeline, two folks in Marion County, uh, stall, you know, stalling construction for the day down there near Donellan. You briefly mentioned company thugs and uh, law enforcement. We've seen that Energy Transfer Partners has employed private security to protect its construction of the Dakota Access Pipeline, as well as um, state and federal law enforcement, which are prioritizing the protection of the construction of the pipeline. Are we seeing uh, that type of security um, taking place at the Sable Trail Pipeline um, construction areas? And what kind of response to the opposition is the security that's there uh, what kind of response are they having? 